exalt your name. Thank you, Lord, for your grace. Thank you for your love. Lord, we pray that you will speak to us this morning in the name of Jesus. And we pray that at the end of today, we'll be doers of your word and not just hearers of your word. For in Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. So we began a series last week called The Ultimate Guide. And we'll be ending that series today. Today is the part four of that series. Is the concluding um, part of that series. And I've titled this, Never Alone. Never Alone. In um, 2008, you know, my, my, I think my parents, you know, had moved to the country um, about two years prior. And, you know, we had this plan to move to another state and all that, you know, and, you know, just, um, you know, my, my younger brother, myself, and my parents were going to go and all that. And we'd made plans, you know, gone over there, you know, gotten things ready. But um, when it was time to really go, I just had this nudge in my spirit, you know. You know, we, sp- we spoke about the spirit of discernment. And for some reason, I just had this nudge in my spirit that says, don't go. As a matter of fact, I told them where I was working that, you know, I'll be resigning, you know, giving my two weeks and all that. Da, 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 so, But I had this nudge that said, you know, don't go. And um, the, the first thing I did was I went to withdraw my resignation letter <laughs> before, before I end up jobless. <laughs> and I, I, I didn't really, you know, know why, but I knew, you know, that was what God was telling me in that moment. So, I didn't go. And right after that, <laughs> what happened was I lost, you know, um, my accommodation where I was staying here. And I was about to be homeless, literally, you know. I was even already thinking of, you know, other plans. Maybe I'll start sleeping in church or something like that. You know, no one would even know. <laughs> and then there was this guy in my class then and you know I we just started talking and during our conversation I just happened to mention hey if you know anyone you know looking for a roommate that kind of a thing that please let me know you know I'm looking for a place to stay and I was like oh okay so you know what I'll I'll talk to my parents I'll let you know you know I might be able to accommodate you and he spoke to his parents he came the next day and you know I got a place to stay with them for free so I was with them for years till I graduated. But the most interesting thing is that when God tells you something, when the Spirit of God nudges you in a direction, that doesn't negate obstruction. It doesn't mean you won't find hurdles along the way just because God told you something. You know, you expect that whenever God tells you something, then it means everything should be, should be a smooth sail. You know, I immediately just shared a testimony that, you know, that God told that this was going to be a year of excellence. And for some reason, everything was just going upside down. You know, in those moments, what the enemy wants you to do is to doubt the word of God, the word that God has given you. When God told the children of Israel to leave Egypt, Come on, the Red Sea shouldn't be anything that they should face. You know, why should we face a Red Sea? You told us to go. Didn't you know there was going to be a Red Sea there before telling us to go? When God tells you something, 
believe that he is with you. He is the one that can remove any obstruction in your way. You can't tell God and say, God, although you've told me, so just make sure there is no obstruction. No, he wants you to believe that whatever would come your way is able to remove them. Psalms 91 says in verse 11, it says that I will give my angels charge over you. To what? To keep you. To keep you. You shall not dash your foot against a stone. Meaning there will be stones on the way. It says I will keep you. Meaning there will be things that would want to come to attack you. But I will shield you and keep you from those things. The Holy Spirit is our ultimate guide. Let me tell you something about God. He never wants you and I to be alone. It has never been his intention for us to be alone. He looked at Adam. He said, it is not good. That's what he said. He said, it is not good for man to be alone. He came to this world as man. He came as Jesus just to be with us. When he was leaving, he said, you know what? I won't leave you alone. I never want you to be alone. That's his intention. It's not God's intention for you to be confused. It's not God's intention for you to live in pain. It's not God's intention for you to live in bitterness. No. God's intention for you is to have a life filled with joy, filled with peace. Even in the midst of trouble, you are at peace because he is with you. Bible says concerning David that and David went on in life. He just went on. Why? Because God was with him. Because God was with him. So this morning, as we conclude, I'm just going to talk about the Holy Spirit as our ultimate guide. As our ultimate guide. There are some things that he is meant to do for us. Go with me with, into John 14 verse 26. John 14 26 says, But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. The Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. He will teach you how to be a great husband. Benjamin is about to be a great a husband. He will teach you how to be a great husband. He will teach you how to be a great wife. He will teach you how to be a great leader. It will teach you how to be a great parent, how to be a great child to your parents. He will do what? Teach you. He will teach you how to get hired, how to get that promotion, how to handle that interview. He will do what? He will teach you. <laughs> it will teach you how to respond to people. 
know, even when they push your button, you know, there are some people they push it monthly. Some people push it weekly. Some they put it usually every day. Mm, yep, every day. He will teach you how to respond with wisdom. He will teach you how to be quiet even when you have a whole lot to say. That's the job of the Holy Spirit. He will teach you where to go and where not to go. The only thing he needs from you is for you to release yourself. If you keep acting like you know it all, then he just lets you. He allows you to fix it. You know, just fix it yourself. Don't do his job for him. It's not your job to figure things out. It's the job of the Holy Spirit. It's the job of the Holy Spirit. So the first thing he does is he will teach you. Not just teach you, he will remind you. He will what? Remind you. He says in his word that he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things. He will remind you. Has anyone here ever, you know, been to an exam hall? You know, you have an exam. An exam you've studied for. You know, studied You've done, what are those things that you do? You've done like mock tests, right? You've done mock tests, you've done it, you've done well. I mean, by the time you were done with your mock test, you were really wishing that that was your actual grade. <laughs> like, do I have to do this again? You know? And then, you know, you get there on the day of the actual exam, and you're looking at each other, you know? <laughs> you're looking at the question, <laughs> like, I've never seen you before. <laughs> the question is looking at you like... <laughs> Um, we have met, <laughs> but I don't know what's going on, <laughs> you know, and right there, you just freeze, like, you just have this attack, you just go blank, and you open the first page, and you open the second page, and you open the third page, and you find out that the third page is the back page. <laughs> so you've gone from the beginning to the end. <laughs> you don't know anything. In those moments, it's as simple as Holy Spirit. You know I studied you. I need you to just show up right now. Remind me. You know I studied. If you didn't study, that's a different case. You know I studied. Remind me. I need your help. That's the job of the Holy Spirit. And you will be shocked. <laughs> one question. You just begin with one. And even while you're doing that one, the answers to the others are just coming. And you can't even explain. And sometimes you'll be shocked that the answers that are coming were even the things that you never even studied for. There are times when my, 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 my week is so busy, you know, doing a lot of things. A lot of times, I like to get my messages done, you know, at least two weeks ahead of time. You know, I've done it, it's out of the place, and, you know, I can face other things. 
my week gets so busy that the only thing I can do is just my personal devotion with God. You know, in those moments, I'm studying just to get from God, not studying to preach. Those are two different things. You don't want to make that mistake. You know, there is the one where you do, where, okay, Holy Spirit, what's the word for your people? And you get that. But there is one where it's just for you and God is speaking to you. And I can't get anything done until Saturday night, like Saturday, like Saturday. And I'm there and I'm like, God, just help me. Or else it's about to be a worship service. Just help. <laughs> just. Just, we'll just be a priest. I'll just come and say, we just, let's just give God worship and just praise him. <laughs> like, God, just do what? Just help me. Just help me. Just help me. Holy Spirit, just help me. Just one word for everyone. And right there, it begins to speak. Just one verse, it begins to speak. So I'm writing things down. I'm using my voice note at the same time because you don't want to lose some things you know, and just right there, and the entire message is done. And I send my slides to the guys. They are getting my slides 2 a.m., 3 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> you know, that's because I just worked on it. It will remind you. It will remind you of the things that God has done for you in the past. When you're facing things like, you know, it seems as if you're applying for this job and God isn't answering you. It will remind you that he has given you a job before in the past. You know, you have the sickness and it's like God is not healing you. It will remind you that God has healed you before in the past. It will remind you of so many times when he has been faithful. Times when you should have been dead. You know that he saved you from a particular accident, it will remind you of his goodness. That's why the scripture says, I count your blessings and name them one by one. The Holy Spirit, it will teach you all things. It will remind you of all things. It will remind you of his word. Of his word of his word. He'll remind you. If it's healing you need, he'll remind you that his word says that by his stripes I am what? I am healed. Times when you feel like you're meaningless, or you feel like you're worth nothing, you think you, you, you have no value, he'll remind you that you are his workmanship created for every good work. He'll remind you. Times when you're broke, remind you that God will provide for all my needs according to his riches and glory. That's the job of the Holy Spirit. To remind you. Times when you have no joy. You're just angry. You're just bitter. You're just in pain. It will remind you that he has given you the oil of gladness. Times when you have no peace. Remind you that he has this peace that passes all understanding. Meaning people can't even figure you out. Why are you so peaceful? Can't you see confusion all around us? What else does he do? He will advocate for you. He will do what? 
there will be there will be places where decisions will be made concerning your life without you being there. There will be places where decisions will be made concerning your career without you being there. Places where decisions will be made concerning your family without you being there. You need someone to be able to speak for you. You need someone to be able to defend you. That's the job of the Holy Spirit. The result you are seeing is a letter of acceptance. The result you're seeing is a letter of hire or a letter of promotion. The Holy Spirit has gone to do what? To advocate for you that this one is my daughter. That's the person you should hire. This one is my son. That's the person you need to promote. That's what the Holy Spirit does. You can't be... The places where your eyes can see, his own eyes can see, the places where your ears can hear what is being said about you, his ears can hear them. When you can't speak, he raises people to speak for you on your behalf. I remember in, in, in 2006, I was coming back to, um, to the U.S. You know, I'd left with my younger brother. We won the visa lottery and all that. And we had to go through this process. You know, very, very tedious one because we even got denied initially. And, but God, you know, gave us a miracle. And we were able to come back. But we were meant to come back like we've never been here before. You know, very complicated process. But don't joke with American immigration for some reason. I don't know. We're meant to come back like we've never been here before. And, you know, we, we got back, got to Dolly's and everything. You know, I was my mom, my dad, my brother, and myself. You know, check the documents, you know, stamp my mom's passport, you know, good to go. My dad stamped my younger brothers, and they got to me. I don't know. I don't know. Of all the four of them, I don't know what happened. And they got to me, and the guy looked at me, and he said, have you been here before? <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Someone said Jesus. I said more than Jesus. I said everything. <laughs> I was like, Jesus. He said, have you been here before? I froze, you know. And in that moment, you know, I saw Maritala Airport, I saw Lagos, I saw everything, you know. I saw, I saw, I saw, I saw my seats. <laughs> I saw my seat on the plane, <laughs> you know, going back. You know, in the, I, just, I just froze. I couldn't answer. I know when you don't answer, then you're not beginning to look suspicious. You know. But my dad spoke. And my dad said, yes, he's been here before. He's been here for school. And the guy looked at me, and he stamped the passport and gave it to me, and I entered. My goodness, I ran out first before all of them. <laughs> Moments when you can't speak, when the Holy Spirit advocates for you, there will be people he would raise up to talk for you, to put in a word for you, to put in a word for you. Not only is he our advocate, he's our comfort. He's our what? He's our comfort. He's our comfort. <clears throat> it's not unlikely that you've, you've made some decisions in the past that were really bad decisions. You know, and they've come back to kind of hurt you. 
you know, some of you might even be going through that hurt right now. I mean, it's not unlikely that um, you, you, you permitted some people to even hurt you without knowing, but now that you're older, you know, it's, it's, it's beginning to hurt you. And you've made decisions that have left you with pain and regret. You know, it's, it's difficult. Just let go and, and forgive. The job of the Holy Spirit is to come in and comfort you. You know what it does when it comforts you? It takes that pain and that regret. It takes it away. If you will allow him. A lot of times, we just want to stay there and think of how we ourselves can revenge. You know, revenge is, you know, we like to revenge and do that. But God is saying, let, let me take care of that. Let me come in. Let me take away the pain. Let me comfort you so you can move towards the purpose that I've prepared for you. Let me change that story. Let me make a testimony out of you. I don't want to miss, I don't want you to miss what I've created you for. I don't want you to allow some hurt or some pain to delay you from reaching destiny. Let the Holy Spirit come in to comfort you. Let him come in to comfort you. I can't guarantee you that people wouldn't hurt you. But what I can guarantee you is this. That if you allow the Holy Spirit to comfort you, it will take away every pain and move you towards God's destiny for your life. As I conclude, that same scripture we started with in John 16, John 14, the verse 27 of that says, Verse 27 says that peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. Peace I give to you. Not as the world gives. Meaning that the peace that God gives lasts forever. The peace that God gives means that even in the middle of the storm, in the middle of the rain, <laughs> when everything is so chaotic, you are at peace. No matter what the economy is saying, you are at peace. Because you know who you belong to. And you know who is on the inside of you. You are at peace. The world can give peace. The world can give joy. You know, you can go to a comedy club in downtown, right? You know, good, yeah. Listen to you laugh and everything. But you get back home and there's no comedian at home. You're back to the pain. You know, you can go on vacation and you know, oh, I just need to clear my head, man, that my, my boss is some, something else. And you go for a week. And you come back, the first person you see in the office saying welcome is your boss. <laughs> and that peace just 
goes. But the Holy Spirit is saying, let me give you the peace that no man can control. Let me give you the joy that no man can control. Let me teach you how to do all things. And let me remind you of all the things that I've said to you and who I am to you. Let God be your ultimate guide and he will lead you to where he has purpose for you to be. In Jesus' name. Shall we rise this morning?